Hey, right back here at Snarf Talk Studios. Yes, another week, another Snarf Talk coming at you live. Pretty exciting. Yes, we are very excited to be back and do another Snarf Talk. We are later than normal, and that's because our lives are, you know, busy. Dominated by children's activities. Yes, that's all it is. (laughs) Children's activities all the time. And it's going to get worse because we're coming right into baseball season. Yes, sir. Right, but and randomly now we have basketball too. Just you know, what is this? It never ends. Why is there basketball bumping up to baseball? <laughs> Who designed this? I don't know. It wasn't me. <laughs> Can't tell you that much. But uh, no, we're here regardless. We are. We always for will be. your ear pleasures, ear holes. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jerry. I don't know if you know this, but we got something really exciting happening. It's uh, going to start happening. I should say in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, we do, and we need you to participate. Yeah, and it's called Snarf, 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 Snarf Madness. Snarf, madness. madness. Snarf Madness 2021 is upon us. It is our best it is. bracket ever. It's it is the, one the most challenging bracket. Most challenging. It is 100% free to enter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be two winners. Each will win a $50 Amazon gift card and yes, a T-shirt. Sir. Uh, what do you have to do, Jerry, to participate in this madness? Event? All you got to do is go to Snarf Comics or Snarf Talk. It's Snarf Talk now, right? It's Snarf Talk. <laughs> Sorry. Snarftalk.com slash madness, and it'll take you right to the bracket. You can download the bracket. It's a PDF. Fill it out, like print it out, however you got to do it. Download it, print it out, fill out whatever your selections are. You're trying to match my bracket. Or Chris's bracket. It is not your favorite picks. We don't care about your favorites. Never have, never will. But my favorite, I care about. Chris's favorite, he cares about. Yes. We want you to try to match up to those. Whoever matches up to mine, whoever matches up to Chris, both people win. Yes. Last year we had a single winner. It won't happen this year. No. Guaranteed. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, do that. And then all you got to do is send it back to us. Uh, in an email at info. But Jerry, I don't have a scanner. At info at snarfcomics.com. You have a phone. You there have is a, a, a scanning yeah. app that is 100% free called Microsoft Office Lens. And every iPhone has a scanner built into it in your notes. Yeah, so scan it, email it to info at snarfcomics.com. Get your entry in soon because Snarf Madness begins in a couple weeks. Yeah, basically, so when this podcast airs audio-wise on Monday... Um, that's basically the last week you got. We got to get going on this. We yeah, got to start. We do not have a lot of entries right now. We have had a lot of entries last year. We have very few this year. I don't know what's going on. People, we got, we got a lot of people saying they're filling yeah. out brackets, but we need to start receiving them. Yeah, so, we got one from Nolan, and that's yep. it right now. Yes. So we've got Nolans, and that's it. So you guys need to send your brackets in. I don't even care if you if you know me personally, and you just take a picture of it and send it to me in a text. I'll accept it, and I will. Get it. I don't prefer that because it's a pain in the ass, but we have an email info at snarfcomics.com. Email it to that address and then we will deal with your bracket. But worst case scenario to get your bracket in, I would accept a text message. Yeah, and we'll just take it. Yeah. Uh, And then you will only get half the price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can also go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash. Something snarf, snarf comics. comics or talk. Uh, our Facebook page, and you can get the bracket there. It's pinned to the top of our page. So it is. Uh, Dirk's with us. He says, "I'll allow it. I'll allow it." And David says, "Pleasuring those ear holes." 
That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, how are you? Yeah, mm. we have... Uh, well, on top of that, but guys, before we get any further, yeah, hit the like and share button on this podcast. Big time share. And help us go big time yeah. into the world. Listen, I even share my own stuff. I know it's, you know, like weird. It's like Jerry Snyder shared Snarf Talk podcast. Of course. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I want to share it. You guys need to share it. Likes are good, but shares are better. That's the uh, meatloaf in the meatloaf sandwich. It is. It's the bad out of hell in the meatloaf <laughs> pantheon. By, by the way, I got my new record player today. Remember, because oh, I had to send the back because it broke. Yeah. Got the new one today. Haven't got it out yet, though. You didn't can't, break it out? Can't wait to listen to that meatloaf album. I tell you what, we should have a whole episode where we just have us sitting by a fire with the record player in between us, throwing some records on and just jamming. To meatloaf. I would do out. anything for love, but I won't do that. I would no, do anything for love, anything that. I get thinking of. But, but I won't do that. <laughs> Love it. Gosh, he's good. Yeah, he is. He's so theatrical. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> I just love it. I dance so hard to him in my kitchen. It's I ridiculous. Like it. Speaking of kitchen, Jerry, we got a special treat for tonight. We have our very first live food review. Snarf Talk food test. Yeah. Is that a good... Food test. No, I, I would say like... Get on over here for the food test. <laughs> yeah. Snarf test. Snarf food test. I would call it a review. We're reviewing a food that is not in the United States. It's not this of this not, world, Jerry. It is not. It's not of the United States. This is a, an English delicacy. They have it on toast in the morning. They have it with their proper English breakfast. little backstory. Um... We have an episode a while ago. Do you remember what that episode is called? It's uh, a great episode. Don't Jammy My Dodgers. We have an episode called Don't Jammy My Dodgers. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I talk about uh, going over to my friend Chubbs' house. His wife is English. And eating all like these... straight from the UK. Yeah, like fresh off the boat. Londoner. Eh, not really fresh off the boat, but... Well, whatever. Kind of. And she always has all these various... Food. So we mm-hmm. got to talking, and it became a recurring theme on this uh, podcast to talk about Heinz, Heinz beans. That's we're, right. We gon' bean. <laughs> we gon' bean. <laughs> I sent a text message to Chris. So yes, our review is of this delicacy, Heinz beans, if you can see it. If you're watching us live or on the video, you're going to see the can. Of Heinz beans, if you're beautiful, the audio baby blue color. Oh my gosh! I mean, I'm, I really like the very attractive packaging. It is a very attractive packaging, and it looks good. And it's it's one of your five a day. It yeah. says whatever is it, the is five that a in, days are in rich tomato sauce. It is Heinz beans in a rich tomato sauce. Let me read the back for you real quick because this made me chuckle. This a little bit. jammed your Dodger a little oh, bit. Did it ever? So it says beans means. Heinz, we could tell you that our beans are <laughs> hard to beat, that they're brimming with delicious, rich, tomatoey flavor, but you See, already know that. You got to do it in an English accent. I can't. I, I cannot do that. Let me try. I got to read it, though. Okay. It's small. We could tell that your beans <laughs> are hard to beat, 
that they're brimming with delicious, rich, tomatoy flavor. No, tomato. Tomato. Oh, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. Uh, yeah. We could tell that your beans are hard to beat. <laughs> that they're brimming with delicious, rich tomatoy flavor. Yes, flavor. But you already know that, lass. Lass. No, no, no. no <laughs> Scottish. No, because you know beans means. It doesn't, it doesn't say. <laughs> it just beans means. Oh, because you know what beans means. Yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you what. This is the, my favorite British food that is 100% from an American company. It is. Heinz is everything American, but you can't get these. Like, Heinz doesn't sell them in the United States. That we know of. You can get them at, like, an... A, uh, an English, uh, Irish, English supermarket. Yeah, like a... Uh, what would that be called? Like a... Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like a different store. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a European store or a... She says it goes to the Irish store. The Irish store. Anyway. Um, um, but you can get it on, on Amazon. I bought it on Amazon relatively cheap. And they sell it in a four-pack. I bought the four-pack. So then I took a picture of it. and Or I took a video of an unboxing <laughs> and sent it to Chris. And I was like, you know, we're going to eat some beans. And he texts back. He's like, you mean we gon' bean. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I lost it. I thought it was the funniest we thing. Be. And I've been saying it all week. And Amy has looked at me with just this awful contempt. Look. Yeah. And tonight I was holding the can of beans. I was like, we're going to eat these. We're going to eat these tonight. And I said, we going to bean tonight. And she's like, what, do, what does that mean? What do you mean? Like, why are you saying that? And I gave her the backstory and she still was like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, I don't either. <laughs> but, but we gon' be. We gon' be. You want beans? <laughs> we got beans. Heinz beans. Heinz beans in your face. We don't do anything but beans. That's <laughs> uh, all I need in my life are these beans. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to eat these beans. Um, and, and we're going to give a review. So here's the difference. We heated them up even. We, we cooked them. We've warmed them. Uh, the difference with these is that they are in a rich tomatoey vinegar sauce. So it has vinegar. Um, the ingredients are different. It, it's just tomatoes, water, sugar, spirit vinegar. Um, like vodka. It, it, yeah, I don't know. Spirit vinegar, modified corn flour, salt, spice, extract, and herb extract. Is the spirit like the spirit of England? It, it is. Like this, jolly old England? It is the spirit of England. I'm going to put a napkin on like a proper British lad. I'm just going to wad mine up in my hand like an animal. And uh, how, do we do, how do we do this here? Like equally, because they're going to be drippy. Okay, leave them over here then. Okay. <laughs> Move that. We don't need that. That's an extra microphone. Watch out for all the equipment. Stir them up a I little. I mean, they look tomatoey. They look very soupy. <laughs> They're very thin, kind of. I can't use my left hand. Oh, my gosh. They're very soupy. All right. Ready? Going in. I've been waiting all week for this. I like them. I don't um, taste the tomatoey. It just tastes like there's a hint of tomatoes. Um, yeah, 
They're, right. they're very plain. He's got beans everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they are plain. Here's the deal. Have you ever bought um, pork and beans? Just the plain old pork and beans? Yeah. In a can? That's what this is. I don't know. This is pork and beans. Oh. I dropped a bean. I mean, I don't... Um, I like them. I don't dislike them. I'm going to tell you what they taste like. They taste like like a cooked bean, right? Very beany tasting. Mm-hmm. Not like baked bean, Bush's baked beans, which They're are not very sweet. No. These this are tastes not like sweet. a plain bean, boiled plain bean in spaghettio sauce. Yeah. Like a watered down spaghettio sauce. Yeah, you're right. It That's is. exactly what they taste like. It is a spaghettio sauce. Not as salty. Um, but it's a spaghettio sauce with just a regular old like white bean in it. And I, I would eat these. I don't, I would eat them. I don't know that I choose to eat them though. Well, I got three extra. Yeah. I think I got three more cans. Give me, uh, what is your score out of 10? Out of 10, like on a bean scale? Yeah. On a See, baked bean scale. I don't feel like you can rate these against uh, American beans, though, because our American the, beans are so sugary. These are vastly inferior to American beans. You know, I would you can't, you can't argue with that. Yeah, no, these I would agree. Like plain boiled beans in a watered down spaghettio sauce. Yeah, it's not. They're not appetizing to me. Now, I like them better than you. I think. Now, Dirk I, said, I don't think they use silverware over there, barehanded, or use a no, biscuit. They, now, a biscuit. Might be an interesting... <laughs> so David Seedentop just said, plain, bland, flavorless. <laughs> you just described English food. Yeah, that, yeah, they're very plain and bland. I feel like you shouldn't open up a pre-made can of food and feel like you need to dump salt on it. They're very not salty. They need salt. Yeah, there's no salt. Desperately. There's like no salt to that, but... But they are... If You know, we, we joked on this podcast. We said, Heinz Bean, if you want beans... We got them. Just beans. They're just beans. Just beans. They are that, just. <laughs> they are just. No joke. The beans. slogan. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a watery down spaghettio sauce with beans in it. And again, I don't think that's bad though. Not. They're not bad, but they're not good either. I could see why. I, I don't see why they eat them for breakfast. They, a proper, like a, a legit proper British breakfast, is you. You usually have like eggs. You'll have sausage, bacon. Um, they do blood pudding, which is like a, you know, or they call it black pudding, but it's a blood sausage, basically. Um, tomato slices, some mushrooms, and beans on toast. That's a proper British breakfast. Those wouldn't be bad on toast. That's what they do with them. That's the number one thing they do with these beans is they dump them on toast. They, they butter some toast. And dump beans on the butter. The salty butter would add would add to it. I think it would. I think I would like them on toast. But they do make you realize when you eat a can of like American baked beans that you don't taste a lot of bean. You really don't. You taste a lot of bean. You get the texture, but you get a lot of bean. And I tell you what. So if you want to know the sugar content of our beans compared to this one, this one has for sugar uh, eleven grams. That's not a ton. That's not a ton. No, but I mean, 11 grams, that's like a Mountain Dew. Is that sugar or is that just carbs? No, it's sugar. Okay. 
Uh, in the tomato sauce, probably. Yeah. So there's 11 grams of sugar total in this can. But in if you look at a Bush's, I bet you you're pushing 30. 11 grams in a serving. There's got to be more and more in serving in that can. It's got to be at least four servings in Two. that can. Two. Okay. Two servings, so 22. They're giving you half a can of beans? I'll tell you what. If you need a... Like if the apocalypse happens and you got a truck full of Heinz beans, you're good to go. I tell you what, I would eat these more than just on an apocalypse. Would you buy gonna, those again um, after you use up your four cans? No. The <laughs> only reason why I wouldn't is because, like I said, if, if you've bought the original pork and beans, like Campbell's pork and beans, or I think it's Campbell's. Yeah, those are way better. That's what they taste like. Uh, okay. I feel like that's what they taste like. Maybe. They're very bland. They're very like tomato saucy. They're not a sweet. I was hoping for more of the tomato sauce ketchupy flavor. I was. There's too. not much. I thought it was going to be so. And you look at them. They're. I mean, they're very, very red. Yeah, hold it up there. It looks like spaghettios with, but just with beans in it. Yeah, they're very red. But it's it doesn't it's hard to get uh, a good picture without spilling them on my laptop. See, very very. Uh, I mean, I'm going to finish that jar yeah. probably tomorrow. Take them um, to work. It's a good lunch. It turns out I don't have to work tomorrow. Protein packed. Oh, yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's, uh, would you put them on a crumpet, Manny asked? Uh, I would not, uh, but I did get some crumpets from Katie. Um, they, were, <laughs> they were great. Crumpets are great. No, what I'm laughing at is uh, Nolan's comment. He said, they taste better if you make a sacrifice to the spirit, <laughs> to the spirit vinegar. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think they added enough spirit vinegar. Um, yeah, you got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. <laughs> that's that's true. I don't understand cricket, but no. I do know what a crumpet is. And we had the argument. We talked about it on the podcast, but um, about how they're just English muffins, and they are not English muffins. They got they got some real, um, almost like a sponge cake quality to them. Not as hard. They're not hard at all. They're spongy. They're they're good. Really? Yeah. Is it more of a... Dirk said uh, looks like pork and beans. That's what Jerry said. It See, that's why I'm his spirit. There's not that little chunk of pork in there. There isn't a chunk of pork in, your, in there, but it's the same... It is the same sauce and beans. I'm going to buy some pork and beans and bring them in here, and we're going to test them. Next week, we're going to go on a bean stravaganza. We are a bean... Gaza? <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> I don't want to say that again. Um, but that's, that's what they are, because my dad buys... Used to buy pork and beans all the time. Isn't it like Van Camp's pork and beans? I think that's what it is. Van Camp's. You're right. Something like that. But my dad would buy pork and beans and he'd put hot dogs in them. And then he'd dump ketchup on top with mustard and eat it like an animal. Oh, yeah. Mustard is always good in beans. And he would eat that all the it time. Is, and I Van remember. Van Camp's pork and beans. I remember pork and beans being like that. Okay. I mean, they don't, they, they kind of look similar on the pictures. We're going to find out. We're going to taste test. They don't compare to a good, like, brown sugar, homestyle, Bush's baked bean, though. No, they don't. Homestyle, or uh, you've got the, uh, what was the grill? It was like Grill Masters, or? Boy, I would tell you what, I had the best bean dish of my life last weekend. Was it a three bean salad? No, No, it was, uh, we went over to one of our friend's houses. She made it for dinner. She actually made it on, they made it on the smoker. But it was, I, I can't remember what they called it. Apparently, it's super common, like, for a side dish to bring the potlucks. I've okay. never had it, apparently. Um, but it's, like, baked beans with ground beef in it. And, oh, yeah. And But this was, I mean, I've had that. 
Okay. This had like other stuff in it. They had like other types of beans and added in. Oh. And it was really good. It was like unbelievably good. I think there were, I had a similar dish uh, by um, out at the elevator when they used to have their like customer appreciation dinners and like. Back in the day when I was a kid, they had big Christmas parties and stuff, and we'd play poker all night long yeah. when I was underage, and I shouldn't have been there that long, but I was there. That's it. Mar- Marley said it. Calico beans. That's what it was. Oh, calico beans. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. But uh, good old Kenny Phillips used to make a, a baked bean Calico to that. bean casserole. So it is bacon, lean ground beef, can of pork and beans, can of kidney beans drained, can of butter beans, can of lima beans, half cup ketchup, brown sugar, chopped onion, white wine vinegar, mustard powder, and chopped celery. It's phenomenal. I would eat that. You it's know, I've never been a big fan of kidney beans. Kidney beans have, have too hard of a skin on them, and I don't enjoy that. Really? I'm not a big fan of kidney beans. I don't know. They cook these up, and then they put them in the smoker while the chicken cooked. And Every then- other bean, though. Mm. I couldn't stop eating it, Jerry. I really? couldn't stop eating those beans. I couldn't stop eating them beans. Oh, man, you were going to bean. We gone bean. You did bean. I did done bean. We just did done beaned, and that's probably not to the level of the beans you had. No, 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 but that was a casserole. It was like a, yeah. a dish. Yes. If, I add, if you added beef to those, I think they'd be 100 times better. You know what they need? They need some a little bit of sweet... Yeah, and they need some salt. A lot of bit of salt. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of bit of salt. You're right, but again, I I Dirk think they're said, decent. Granny's calico beans. Yep. So that's what I said at that time. I'm like, what? Are, what is this? I've never had this. She's yeah, like, you've never had calico beans. They're like super common. I'm like, I guess not. I'd never even heard of it. Yeah. It. And I thought I've heard. It kind of looks like chili, but it's not chili. It looks like chili, but it's not yeah. It's chili. like a chili like consistency. Huh. But it's not as soupy. I've probably seen it before, but I've never I'm had sure. it. I'm sure. I mean, I've seen dishes like that at potlucks. I just never ate them. Right. So Because you're super judgmental on first looks. like on the You know, I'm just not... Like people and things. I've never been love. a huge bean guy, but it's growing on me the older I get. I'm getting more and more interested Completely in Completely agree. <laughs> I don't know why. If I heard the word bean, I wasn't going to eat it. I wasn't going to eat whatever you had in front of me if before the age of 25. I would have never eaten this. You're going to go solo for a second. That's I gotta, fine. I got to make a um, wardrobe change. But after the age of 25 and the more that I started cooking on my own, like the more that I've cooked and done that kind of stuff on my own, I've really like my palate has changed completely. Uh, a viewer right now, David Seedentop, could attest to this. My palate has changed dramatically. I used to be the person that got like just meat and cheese on a Subway sandwich because I couldn't eat anything that was green or different, right? Like, like any vegetables, I wouldn't eat them, like nothing. Super picky. If you uttered the word bean, I would leave the house. I'm not going to do it. God forbid brought in a... A aromatic Heinz beans. I know it is it is aromatic, but now you catch me eating Heinz beans and and onions. I still hate mushrooms, but I'll eat basically anything else. A good onion, peanut butter and onion sandwich. Yum. No, that's oh, yeah. not a thing. It absolutely is a thing. 
slice up an onion. You raw, just made that up. And put it. No, my dad used to eat them all, make them all the time. White onion, red well, onion. No, a white onion. Okay. Sliced up raw. Put it on a peanut butter sandwich. Like a Vidalia? No. That's like a sweet. No, it is like a, a regular onion. onion. Okay. Slice it, slices, put it on a peanut butter sandwich, you're good to go. Really? Yeah. And you've had these? Absolutely. The crunch is phenomenal. I could understand the crunch is phenomenal, but that like spicy onion in there. It goes along with the peanut butter flavor. I guess. I'll try it. David said, Jerry didn't like pizza as a kid. He had to bring McDonald's to a pizza party. His mom wiped his butt well into junior high, too. Well, I don't know about the butt wiping thing, but the pizza is absolutely true. You're an animal, by the way. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I w- that Why? would cause me to not be your friend if I was a child. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. You look like a weird kid over there. Everybody not likes McDonald's, pizza. though. Love McDonald's. Yeah, that's what I mean. Did you bring enough McNugs to share? No. Oh, well, you. Why would I do that? Dirty, rotten bastard. I can't eat your pizza. Why could you eat my nugs? You could eat the pizza. The pizza's for everybody, Jerry. It's not. We got the pizza for everybody. It wasn't for me. So I was if you're asthma- not going to eat the pizza that's for everybody, then I was you need an to bring asthmatic that didn't that like pizza until Alan Schaefer's seventh grade birthday party when I had <laughs> pepperoni pizza at Pizza Hut, and I was like, this ain't too bad. That's <laughs> pair, when I changed. If I could pair this up with a high bean, <laughs> yeah. we gon' bean. If I could have a bean with this pizza. <laughs> Man. Those beans wouldn't be bad on a pizza. To be honest, I don't think they'd be bad on anything because they don't have much flavor. <laughs> it's just a texture thing. Yeah. That's a good texture. I, I, I enjoyed them. I enjoyed those beans. I just, uh, you're, you're going to have to add them with things. You're going to have to add them with something, and that's probably why. I think if you took those beans, start them on the stove a little bit, squirted in some mustard, some br- <laughs> threw a little brown sugar in there, and changed them completely. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. yeah, if you started those beans and added a can of of uh, Bush's baked beans to it, <laughs> it'd be great. Yeah, that's a, sounds like a great bean. Absolutely. Well, that was the great bean journey of 2021, everybody. And we we're gonna have another one next Snarf week. Madness 2022 will be an all bean bracket. <laughs> yes, we'll have calico <laughs> bean. We'll have kidney beans. I'll tell you right now, calico mm-hmm. beans are gonna win that round. What is it? A uh, great Lima beans, but there's like great there's white beans, but is it like great plains, great plains beans, great I don't white know. beans? There's pinto beans. Oh, pinto beans are good. Navy beans, navy beans, navy beans, navy beans. Meatloaf sandwich. Um, that was I love meatloaf sandwich. No one says Fred Savage eats peanut butter and onion sandwiches in the movie Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. I love that movie. How does he have that? He just has he that just in his brain. Pulls it up. He just wakes up one morning and he's like, you know what? Probably going to talk about Fred Savage eating a peanut butter and onion sandwich. I love that today. movie. That's great. It's a great movie. Little Monsters. I've seen it maybe once. Oh, are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. You. I have it on DVD. It's scary. Um, Howie Mandel's monster character is scary. I also love the movie with him and his... and So Ben Savage is also in Little Monsters. Who's Ben Savage? His brother. The guy from Boy Meets World. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's his brother, dude. I didn't... Are you serious? 100%. Yeah. No. Yes. I gotta look this up. I don't believe you. Oh, Pam said, did white chili begin Jerry's love of beans? 
Because I know you talk about this white chili, like it's white gold. It is white gold, <laughs> and that and her chili is the number one chili in my book. That white chili, I can't. I've I've made white chili multiple times since I've ever eaten it at their house, and I cannot make it the same way. It is not the same thing. I have Pam's recipe, and I and it doesn't taste the same to me. I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, but I would. Her secret. To be honest, guaranteed. I think she's right because uh, to, I don't know of anything else before then that I would eat with beans in it because I never ate anything. The secret? Heinz beans. Love. <laughs> love. There you go. It's always the secret. Um, no, you know another Fred Savage movie I love? The Wizard. Ben Savage? Do you remember The Wizard where they go across the country to play in the Nintendo Championship? No. The kid runs away from home. He's like autistic. No. Don't know that. It's a great movie. It, th- this is true. Yeah, it's true. You're not lying to me. Of course I'm not lying to you, Jerry. Ben Savage from Boy Meets World is Fred Savage's brother. And he was in Little Monsters. He played his little brother in Little Monsters. This is blowing my mind right now. I had no idea this, this, this was a real thing. Makes sense. He's the one that gets stolen by the monster world. Yes, he does. Yeah. And they both have curly hair. Yep. They look pretty much the same. (laughs) They do. They really do. When you look at them, they look very similar to each other, almost like brothers. And now it makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. What are you doing? I just accidentally clicked on something that I shouldn't have. All right, Jerry, you got some news? I do. I do have a few little bits of news that we're going to talk about. Um, have you ever, did you ever watch the Munsters as a kid? Oh, did I ever? So did I. I watched the Munsters like crazy. I loved the Munsters. It was, I, I liked it. I watched the Adams Family too, but the Munsters was vastly superior. To so me. when I was a kid, we got, we had a, a satellite dish relatively early in my life and we would watch TV land. TV Land was like a, a a channel, and they would play old TV shows. <laughs> Wait a second. David said, oh, there's tons here. Okay. Fred Savage was Wonder Under Wonder Years. Ben Savage was well, Boy yes. Meets World, yes. Yeah, uh, the Wizard is the best 90-minute video game commercial of all time. That is 100% true. That, that movie, I guarantee, was made by Nintendo. That's like the whole... It is? Yeah, they're, they're going to the Nintendo Championship. That's like the whole movie. It, you need to watch that. I, I do. I, I don't even know if I've ever but heard of it. But David's was the one. Marie Barone intentionally gave Deborah incorrect recipes so that Raymond didn't like her cooking. Perhaps Pam <laughs> Kruger's eating top sabotaged the recipe on Maybe. purpose. Maybe. She might have... She might have added like 11 cups of sugar on accident because I'm, I'm, go. I'm positive there's a recipe that David just told me about that his grandma made about like... Uh, it was... Um, oh, what was it? Like... Uh, Sloppy Joe, like a Sloppy Joe recipe. And it had like just an extraordinary amount of sugar in it. And ever since they saw that of their grandmas, they're like, man, we always like this. But they cut the sugar in like half, if not less than that. And everybody likes it a lot more because it's just way too sweet. (laughs) So it may be the case. She may have given me a skewed version of the recipe that she's been cooking for all of you. I think I told you this story before. I probably said it on the podcast before. But it's about adding sugar to things. <clears throat> when I was in college, we had a cook, and he someday is Ron uh, Ray. Ray, 
Okay. And he would some days make homemade peanut butter. He did? Well, actually, Dirk knows all about this because he was the he was the commiss- commissar, uh, which is the person that like orders the food and deals with the cook. Oh, wow. Uh, for the house. Anyway, he'd make homemade peanut butter. And everybody's like, oh, it's great. Ray's making his homemade peanut butter today. And, and it was good? Oh, it was amazing. So okay. I went in there to see how one time, and he happened to be making the peanut butter. And he had a, we had a big commercial stand mixer, right? And he would take like, we had like three gallon things of peanut butter, like Jiffy peanut butter. Oh, okay. And he Jesus. would dump them into the stand mixer and then just dump in sugar and butter. So he took regular, <laughs> he took regular <laughs> commercial peanut butter and would dump in. I think, and Dirk will correct me, I think it was sugar and butter that he would dump in there, but yeah. he might have dumped in some oil too. I'm not 100% sure. And then he would just put it on like the beater setting <laughs> yeah. and it would just like Mix whip up hour. into like a whipped peanut butter. And everybody's like, man, man how he, did he do he this? He must have ground those peanuts up. So. He's been roasting peanuts for two weeks, <laughs> ground all the peanuts. So where? We don't know. He didn't do it here. <laughs> but now he brought it all here, made this perfect peanut butter. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it, well, there's a lot of ridiculous so things. So when did you notice that? Yeah. Oh, Dirk said it. Yeah, it was just peanut butter whipped with sugar and butter. That's what it was. Okay. When I know, I don't know. I went in there probably with Dirk one time because Dirk used to hang out in there with them. They were buds. Dirk and Ray. And I'd go in there and one time he was making it and I'm just like staring in awe and I'm like, this is what's this going is on. Your peanut butter? <laughs> Did you have a, this had to have been a huge kitchen. No, I mean, it was probably the size of this room. Oh, really? Well, maybe a little bigger than that. You know, I was in farmhouse one time, but I was a freshman in high school, I think. Maybe a sophomore. There was like one side that was like the dishwasher area. And then the other side was like the flat top and then the deep fryers. Did you ever go in there and like cook on your own? Or Oh, yeah. All the time. I didn't know how it worked. Like every night. I didn't know if you were like fed by a chef every day because of your privileged <clears throat> background. No, he just cooked. Um, he cooked dinner four nights a week. No, I don't remember. We didn't have food every day. But we would go in there at night and cook stuff all the time. Many of people cut their fingers off in the meat slicer, <laughs> slicing really? potato, slicing potatoes at two o'clock in the morning, drunk. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a really bad idea to have around. I mean, we we and we tried to a meat slicer. What do you got a meat slicer for? For slicing potatoes and meats. He should have done that with a knife. <laughs> no, when you got to feed like seventy people. Is there 70 people in Farmhouse? When I was there, there was like 60 or 70 guys, yeah. Now there's like In the 10. same building? Yeah. My gosh, I didn't realize it was that big. <laughs> Dirk said, gallon of peanut butter, two pounds of butter, and a half a pound of sugar, and 10 pounds of Ray sweat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's um, disgusting. Anyway, I was talking about the Munsters. And, and dude chimed in, Munsters is the first TV show where a married couple slept in the same bed. I've heard that well, before. that's a little yeah. bit of history I did not know. But yes, monsters. Absolutely love the mon- We're moving on. Listen, the only, way, the only reason they got away with it, sleeping in the same bed like that, being scandalous, is because they were monsters. <laughs> that's right. Because it was a Frankenstein and uh, what, was, what was she? I don't know what she was. She was like a... Um, Lily Munster. She's not a vampire. She... She's got black hair with white streaks in it. Vampire. She was a vampire. It's a vampire. Yep. Oh, okay. 
anyway, so the monsters, great show, really old. Haven't seen it in, you know, it hasn't been on in decades. Um, it was really fun. But they are making a monsters movie. I'm in for Universal this. Pictures is making a monsters movie and take a wild stab at who is directing and and like at the helm of this movie. I believe he's writing it as well. Who is in charge of a monsters movie? It's I don't know. Wild. Rob Zombie. Oh boy. Rob Zombie He's is, a great director. He is. Rob Zombie is in charge of making I hope he's not writing the it, Monsters though. movie. Because it's a it's a comedy, you know. It is. And I hope it's not super dark because I don't know. I mean, he makes horror movies. That's all he does. Makes horror movies. So I don't know. We'll see. I think I, I'm in. I like Rob Zombie. I touched him once. Really? Oh yeah. Like Touched his heart? His chest. I legitimately touched him in the chest. Why? Because I was at his concert. I was at a... So, fun story. First ever rock concert that Amy has ever been to. Like, heavy concert, right? I went to go see Ozzy Osbourne, and Zach Wilde was the guitarist at the time. I really like Zach Wilde, but he doesn't play with him anymore. It's like his last tour. Um, But it was an Ozzy Osbourne, Zach Wilde, and then Rob Zombie opened for them, and which... I think he blew them out of the water, to be honest. I think Rob Zombie did a phenomenal show. But during... I only know like two Rob Zombie songs. During his show, he came off stage, and we were at the Allstate Arena. So it's a hockey center too, right? And we had seats that were all the way up against the hockey rink. So the floor seats were out on the where the ice would be, and then right behind the hockey rink walls is where we were sitting. So I was up against the rink wall. And he left the stage, and they were doing a guitar solo, and Rob Zombie walked around the wall. And he had, like, a bullhorn and stuff, and he was walking around the wall, and my brother was with me, and he, like, swings his arm over and hits me in the chest. He's like, look! Because I was watching the stage. I wasn't even paying attention. And he's walking right in front of us, and he comes right over in front of us, grabs a fold-out chair, and he puts the fold-out chair literally, like, me and you apart, and he puts it right in front of me and stands up on it, and it's, like, yelling on this bullhorn. And I'm over there like shaking him by the chest and my brother and we were like freaking out. During this time, a full beer comes <laughs> rocketing down from the upper seats and just smashes Amy in the head. Oh, no. Just blasts Amy in the head. But they were cups, so, like solo cups, like the big 16-ounce or 24-ounce solo cups. So it's not like she got hit by a big aluminum can or anything. But either way, like all that happens. So she's drenched in beer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So all that happens, he walks away, and I turn to Amy to like, be like, whoa, how awesome was that? And she's literally like soaking wet like a dog, look like a wet dog with her hair in her face, looking at me like, we're leaving. This is what we're doing. Like, <laughs> this is it. And not really impressed at all. And we t- that was the very, like, one of the very first things Amy and I ever and Jerry's went like, on. living dead girl. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look, look at her. <laughs> yeah, no, I was having a great time. No, we definitely stayed. That was an o- the opening act. You don't think we stayed for Ozzy after that? Of course we did. Um, but I did. Anyway, he's going to direct. He's very short as well. Really? Oh, my gosh. Never like, thought of him as a short person. He's like my size. When he stood up on a chair... He had shoes on that were like this, like six inches thick. He was wearing boots that were like, you know, what you wore in the 70s, platform shoes, you know. He was wearing shoes like that to make him a little bit taller. He's not a big dude. Really? Yeah, it gave me a lot more confidence. 
how come every episode contains Jerry having weird encounters with celebrities? Be it fondling <laughs> Rob Zombie's chest or laugh or arguing with Billy Zane. I mean, oh, I got more. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. got, I got a lot more. I met Lieutenant Dan. High five to Henry Winkler. Come on. Yeah. That's no big deal. Just challenged, a normal uh, What's the wrestler you challenged to an arm wrestling contest? One of them guys. I can't remember who it was. Uh, it was some guy's brother. No, it was a famous dude. I know, but they, he had a brother because they have the same last name. Oh, I don't remember. And I kept saying, you want this? Yeah. <laughs> Slapping my, my arms. If only we had known about Heinz beans. Yeah. Directly after that is when I challenged Cato Kalen to Ooh. arm wrestle, and he was not having no, it. No. He was... That's we were friends before that. Yeah, we were actually. He remembered us. He always He's did. He's like, oh, Snarf Talk, guys. Yeah, and then I got a little rowdy. <laughs> he didn't want to be rowdy. Sorry for partying, Cato. Exactly. We it's not like I murdered somebody. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, not like we were involved with a murder or anything, Cato. Oh, it was Rob Van Dam. Was that who it was? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was Rob Van Dam. <laughs> How Craig knows that, I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a normal Saturday for Jer. Um, all right, so the Munsters, Rob Zombie, I think that'll be neat. Did anybody look at our uh, social media today? Uh, not me. You posted on it, <laughs> but you didn't look at any of it? No. So I posted a video. I don't think many people saw it. It was at an obscure time of the day. I should have shared it, and I didn't. Um, but yesterday, which would have been so March 10th, a video came out. It was Mario, like, National Mario Day, by the way. Yes, Mario Day. Yep, March 10th. I get it. Uh It is. Fun. I know it is. That's fine. Yeah. It's kind of like a... Go ahead. Can you do The dungeon? Okay, go ahead. We're... Yes, yeah, so uh, a fan film came out, uh, and it was a film made by Bat in the Sun Productions. So Bat in the Sun, apparently there's something, but they made a movie. It's 25 minutes long, short film, called Batman Dying is Easy. That's all it is, Batman Dying is Easy, right? And uh, a buddy that I was in the National Guard with, he had posted it like, you guys, you know, any Batman fan needs to watch this. It's like, what is this? So I clicked on it. I saw that it was 25 minutes long, so I pushed it off till later in the day to watch it, like around lunchtime. And then I watched it on YouTube. It's live action. There's a lot of CGI involved. And it is the single best Batman thing I've seen since, like, Dark Knight. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, you got to remember, this is a fan film. It's not to the scale of a regular movie that you're going to go out to and see. The CGI is very good for what they had. They were all funded through Indiegogo. That's how they got 100% of their funding, and they put together this movie on their own. Um, the writer, his name was Aaron something, but he plays... The Aaron jo- Sorkin? It's not Aaron so- Sorkin. <laughs> uh, it's close. It's like Aaron Sh- Sh- Shukin or something it's like that. It's close. It really he does is. half as much cocaine. So, yeah. <laughs> he probably does some... Uh, as the Joker, anyways. He plays a pretty good Joker. I, I really enjoyed his Joker. Way better than Jared Leto. I can tell you that much right now. I liked his Joker a lot more. Um, the Batman is played by um, Kevin Porter. He was in one movie, and that was Dodgeball. 
Uh, he was in that movie, and then he's been in a lot of off-brand stuff. He's a good Batman. He's big. Menacing. I saw the picture. He kind of looked like Ben Affleck. He Batman. did look like a Ben Affleck Batman. It was similar to that. And uh, he played a very good Batman. Uh, Michael Mad Madsen is in it. Michael, they got Michael Madsen in a fan film. Yes, he's Henry Bullock. He's the nice. detective Bullock. Um, he should be Bullock in a movie. Yeah, he he did really well. Um, but the whole movie, it, it just really it's short. You know, obviously it's twenty five minutes, but. It it did it for me. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the beginning fight scenes that happen, like there's only one big fight scene. It happens right off the bat in the beginning of this thing, and it's good. It's really good. It reminded me of like a a shorter, a much shorter version of like the Daredevil hallway fight scene where it's like really gritty like that. Yeah. But there's guns involved, and uh, it was very. I don't know. It was very good. I don't know what else I can say about it. You know, some of the acting's cheesy, and they're not the perfect actors and whatnot. It just makes you wonder why they can't seem to get this shit right. They can. They followed, like, this is... I've seen some amazing Star Wars fan films over the years. It's like a big genre of fan films of Star Wars stuff. And there's been some really high-budget stuff done that's really good. And then Lucasfilm started cracking down on it, and they kind of went away, but... Um, yeah, fan films are amazing. I always wanted to do that. Th- this surprised me more than I think. Did I've I ever been tell you how I wrote time. a movie Mm-mm. in high school? No. Like wrote, planned, cast. Me and another friend of mine. What? what it was it? Gili? Yeah. It was, no, it was a superhero movie actually, and really? it was like a comedy action movie, and we did a lot of video filming and diff- mm-hmm. just stuff like that in high school. Uh, but we never did it because we don't know how to follow through on our dreams, Jerry. Right. Well, we're doing this. Doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> Eating beans on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Look at Woo! these dreams. Look at me, mom. Hides beans. <laughs> it's not just a phase, mom. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, I would say watch this. If you've got 30 minutes of your time, it was actually only like 21 minutes, but 25 with the credits and whatnot. David said Jerry's an acquaintance of Bigfoot, too. That's very true. We're going to have to tell that story sometime in there. Not today. Not today, folks. Not today. We'll keep you waiting for that one. Yeah. Yeah, and we also met Aaron Neville. Um, but I w- go watch it. It's really good. The Joker part was very good. It was like watching a comic book that came to life. You know, you could read comic books and think like, well, that's kind of cheesy and it wouldn't work well in a film. But that's basically what they did. They took comic book pages and made it real life and, you know, really dark. I loved it. I think it, I think anybody should watch it. If you enjoy Batman, you will enjoy this. Nice. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Yeah. When I should be working. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. You could. And like I said, it's... 20 minutes of your time. Nice. What else you got? Um, so The Boys Season 3 already released a little bit of a teaser trailer. Really? Yeah, today. I seen they cast a new That's the guy. actress. Yeah. No, actor. They casted an actress as well. Oh, I didn't know for that. For another one. part, yeah. Who? I, don't, I didn't know who she was, but... Okay. So the teaser wasn't like of film footage of the show or anything like that. They had like a buildup of what happened in season two and what's going to like, you know, kind of happen in season three. But the way they teased it is um, Jensen Ackles, you know, from uh, 
Supernatural. Okay, yep. That guy, one of those guys. Not the one with the longer hair, but the one with the shorter hair. Okay. Him, he was, uh, he put out a Twitter post and it was just him like sitting there with like some music playing, looking at the camera and like, you know, like questioning the camera almost. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, a comic book is thrown at him or you, you just notice it as a book. A book is thrown at him. It's like a big graphic novel and he catches it and he you see the back cover a little bit and he opens it up and then he flips it over and it says the boys on the front. You could see that it's the comic book and then he opens it up and he's like flipping through pages, never says a word. And then he looks up at the camera and he just starts doing this. Yeah. He's like smiling like, yeah. And he keeps flipping through and then it plays like some more stuff from season two, like building up to what season three is going to be about. And then it goes back to him um, just like nodding with this music playing. And he's apparently going to be in it. Come to find out, he's going to be playing a character called Soldier Boy. Oh. And I was like, Soldier Boy? What? What is that? You know, like, I've heard of this character. Yeah, it's a ripoff of Captain America. Yeah. So it's basically just like Captain big America. Big in the books. I haven't read the books, but I've read like summaries of them. And yeah. He's a big character in the books. I and I feel like he's, he's a gonna, villain, right? Well, I feel like he's going to be a big problem for uh, Homelander. Homelander. Yes. Yeah. So that is fun. I think that'll be really good. As soon as I heard the word Captain America, rip off of Captain America, I was like, man, I like that character. So <laughs> I think this will be fun. I think it's cool. They added a bunch of people. The guy who's writing most of season three is the writer of Supernatural. Nice. And I can't remember his name. They said it and I didn't write it down, but uh, the writer of Supernatural, there's another, um, uh, what's his name? Something Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Jeffrey Morgan. Dean Morgan is in season three Negan. as well. He's in season three because he was also in Supernatural as uh, like Jensen Ackles, Ackles' like dad. Um, he's also in season three of The Boys. And there's like another actor from Supernatural in there as well. So it's basically being taken over now that that show's canceled. You Sweet. Know, we're done. But I'm excited. I got um, a, uh, one bit of news. Good, because that was my last one. A little bit of a maybe a downer for you. Oh, no. Uh, Disney had its Disney Investor Day. Yeah, a while ago, right? Yeah, I didn't really get, no, recently, and I didn't really get the full details of it. But um, there was quite a bit of Star Wars talk. They did, you know, the CEO addressed the Gina Carano thing, supported their decision, all that, blah, 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 blah. Big news that came out. They are 100% on board and behind Kathleen Kennedy remaining the (sighs) president of Lucasfilm. Why did he do that? That's they're going that way. That's where they're going. So I don't know where all this rumors that we heard about John Favreau it. and there was tons of it out uh, there. Kevin Feige was, and we've heard all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, that she was she was out. Kevin Feige was coming in, and then John Favreau was. Kevin Feige come in is still making a trilogy of movies. Yeah, but uh, Kathleen Kennedy is not going anywhere. Um, if That's anybody wonders, this is a good. very bad, bad, bad thing for Star Wars. Unfortunately, um, but all we can hope for is that they keep their Disney Plus universe separate from their movie universe, and John Favreau can control and Dave Filoni can control the TV universe. They've made a huge mistake. I don't know why they're doing this. I don't or get why it. they think this. Um, I don't get it at all. Do they not? They have no idea about the voice of their fan base. 
like the Star Wars fan base. It's hard, though. I mean, you've got to look at the history of Kathleen Kennedy. Um, she's been around so long. She's been around since the beginning. Yeah. And uh, you got to give her some props for that. She's been, I mean, she's, she's an original. Okay, you do. But you also have to look at the last three movies and where everything is going here on out. Like this whole cancel culture type deal works both ways, right? So she's they were using it to their benefit to get rid of somebody that they wanted to get rid of out of a show. But the rest of the world right now, or like anybody that's paying attention to Star Wars, is doing the same thing to her. And they want no part of these Star Wars shows if she's involved with it. And like there's a whole internet world that wants no more part of Star Wars if she's involved. And I don't think that's a good thing. I yeah. don't think it's good for any of them. I don't, and it's, I'm not saying that it'll necessarily hurt their, you know, their bottom line or like not getting money for it. People are still going to probably watch this stuff, but what's going to happen is they're just only going to get negative reviews on everything. Yeah. But people will still watch it. They're just going to get negative reviews. Uh, Turk said she's got old balls. <laughs> <laughs> she does. And Janet says it's time for him to go. I agree. It is time for her to go. She's had her moment in the sun. Completely she's, agree. She's done amazing things. She's had an amazing career. She's an amazing woman. And that's, that can be enough. She's got an amazing legacy. It apparently is but enough. Why for can't them? it just be time to move in a different direction? No, I believe it is time. And I thought they were doing it. I thought they were going to move on from her. I mean, according to all the rumors that I had read and reported about on this podcast, like <laughs> it, it looked good. Everybody was reporting like, no, she's going to be done. And like, they're, they're moving on from the Kathleen Kennedy days. You know, they get, they trolled me. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Case. Uh, who knows how long CEOs last. So she's been in there for a while. No, the CEO of Disney. Oh yeah. Is Bob Iger. Not anymore. He, he, le- he left. stepped down. They got a new guy now. Uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, the uh, Saul from Better Call Saul. That's I mean, I'd hire him as my lawyer. Who I want to see. He's got a new movie out um, where he. It's like an action movie starring Bob Odenkirk, and it looks really amazing. Yes, What's you got. The name of I can't remember. Let me look it up. Can you come prepared one time in your life? Have something prepared to where you can speak on it like a professional. It is called Nobody, and it's in theaters right now. Really? Yeah, and it's like you could go to the theater. Old ass Bob Odenkirk beating people up, beating the shit out of people. Really? Yeah, he's like living a normal life with his family. I don't see him as like an action star. I think that's kind of the point, but it's like him living with his family. He's like an average Joe schmo. Yeah, Joe schmo. And their house gets raided, and he goes on a tear beating these people up, and then you come mm. to find out like he's an ex, like old enforcer for like the mob, like a Popeye. Yeah, he's Popeye. He he has he eats spinach, but he they can't do spinach because that's Popeye's thing, right? Yeah. So they do Heinz beans. Yeah. Heinz beans. So he gets all worked up. And he says, I'm gonna bean. I'm gonna bean. <laughs> and that's Pops that know. can of yeah. beans in his mouth. And he just goes yeah. bean crazy. And he just is bland all over him. But like old dudes, you know, they can kick some ass. Have you ever watched the amazing show, by the way, Happy? Based on the comic book oh, series. Oh, yeah. Um, that's got, what's his, Christopher, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? He was in Law One of the Order. Law and Orders. Yeah. Christopher Maloney or something. 
Yes, Maloney, I think. He was in um, SVU, Special Victims Unit. Um, Christopher Maloney, yeah, that guy. He's he's great, too. All right. Um, the, no more news for me. No more news for you. No, I have no, I have no more news. Uh, we're going to do something. We're going to do a review since... Uh, oh, yes, we do have a review of a series, and I know we've talked about it before. We have we've, talked about this show every week, but the se- season one is over of WandaVision. It is. And we're going to give it a proper review, our thoughts, um, how we thought about the show. Yeah. Um, so, there will be spoilers. Oh, yes. Big time. Big time. Um, and, yeah, well, let's get it started. I mean, we've talked about all the episodes so far. Obviously, we haven't talked about the finale. Yes, that happened last Friday. Um, and so we're going to just review the whole show as a series. So I will say as a series... It had very good potential. I agree. And I think it was doing good things. And I still, I don't think this is a bad show by any means. But what I will say is that, that it, it fizzled out at the end, the Abs- last two episodes. Absolutely. But and it had, it, go ahead. It, it sets some things up. It does set some things up with characters like, uh, what's her name? Um, Monica Rambo is, uh, uh, phase, not phase, uh, proton or, uh, can't remember, but it's a superhero name. Proton. Go I ahead. Thought, or sure. Call it proton. Phaser beam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, she, uh, you know, you get the you get the reveal of her being a superhero, and 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 she had a great scene where she's like great absurd. actress. Oh yeah, great everything. Like Perfect. I'm I'm all in Spectrum. I'm all in for that character. That's yes. her name, Spectrum. Spectrum, but there was a P name for her too. She Gosh, was also known as also known as Phaser Beam. <laughs> it's not. It's like Proton or something. I don't know, dude. Protozoa. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Pickle Lily. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So she's really great. And Photon, in, Nolan told us, of course. Photon. That's what I said. Didn't I say that? I think so. Or did I say? I said Proton, <laughs> not Photon. Anyway, she had a really great scene in that last uh, episode, in episode nine, where uh, Sword comes up and they start shooting at the boys, uh, the two little boys of Wanda and uh, Vision. And she basically absorbs the bullets. Like they. It was awesome. They hit her and they go through her, but then they just like drop and out they the other lose side. Spe- like speed going yeah. through her. Like she absorbs the speed and the Which velocity. Which seems of the like bullet, if she's like drop turning out. into like some sort of an energy being, they would just pass right through at full speed and still kill the shit out of those fake kids, by the way. They are fake kids. <laughs> um, but not if you can. Um, if you can like change the density of your matter. You know I what I mean? Like even, even lights, like if you put light in, like in, com- like compressed it, you can compress light. Thing. Of course you can. Isn't that what the sun is? <laughs> no, yeah, it is. No. It's like compressed matter that causes light. It's a, it's a fusion reaction, the sun. And that's what she is basically. Okay. Anyway, let's, 
terrible physics lesson it's aside. Perfect. It's a hundred percent true. Like if you compress light. Is anybody gonna talk about the most important thing about WandaVision? The random background character that happens to be the mom from that 70s show. Yeah. She's in it she has multiple like times. One line. Isn't that no, weird? She's, she's in the second episode. Oh, is she? Um for the dinner party thing with oh, visions. Yeah, yeah. She's visit visions uh like uh boss's wife she looks good and she came yeah and she was on a long time ago you think she would have aged a lot more she hasn't aged really at all no it doesn't look like she has at all i bet you red is i think she was aged up for that show probably yeah that makes sense a proton is a baryon containing three quarks a photon is a boson of electromagnetism Dirk yeah. says, you got to be quick to compress light. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Like very quick. You got to be super fast. Super fast, like a marsupial. <laughs> a marsupial. <laughs> They're so fast. Oh, God. Golly, um, quick. No, so I kind of felt similar to this show. Like, um, It started out slow. Obviously, we talked about that at length. It got super exciting towards the middle and really fizzled towards the end for me. I mean, I liked the last episode. I, I did not like the second to last episode. No. and The last episode, the last episode, was, episode was fine. fine. It, yeah. was, it wasn't anything special. But let's talk about it as an overall, what it means for the genre, what it means for the MCU. I, I like that this was their first foray into the MCU TV, other than Shield, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., of course. Yeah. And a couple other shows. Like, uh, they did that Immortals one. And then they, you know, whatever. Take those off the table. Disney Plus is like the first real cinematic series, mini series you got to see. Mm-hmm. And I like the feel of it. I liked the novelty of it. I liked that they tried something different. I loved the cast. I think there's more right than wrong here. I agree. I think it was a fun, light, easy series to watch. But aggravating. It wasn't <laughs> aggravating at times as a fan. Yeah. But I think as a casual observer, it was probably a fun series to watch. To be honest, no, yes, it was fun. But as a casual observer, I don't think it gave you enough to stick around. Maybe, but like each it, it episode, gave me enough to appreciate what they did do. And by all accounts, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which comes out like next week, yeah, um, it sounds like it's going to be pretty amazing. Like, it's getting phenomenal early reviews. Is it really? Yeah. I haven't looked into it at all. Um, it looks incredible. Wow. So I think there's a strategy here. Right. And uh, I think... Like a build-up. And I think that they... If they wanted to do, like, a little um, appetizer, set up some things, they did that. And they did it well, I think. Mm-hmm. And they did. They set up Vision's character going forward. Um, Scarlet Witch is... Light Vision. Uh, character going forward um so there's a lot of interesting spectrum going forward yeah there's a lot of interesting things that can come from this like if i'm looking at this comparing it to something like a captain marvel which kind of had tried to save the serve the same purpose yeah in the mcu this did it in a much more entertaining way to me than captain marvel did it did but you also have to take in consideration that you're working with probably you know, five and a half hours worth of content compared to an hour and a half of Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to set up the same kind of thing. Absolutely. I just, I, maybe it was just that the, I think it was enough for me that the acting was so good and it was enough to me 
Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. All of them, though. My the, the, gosh. The girl that played Monica Rambeau, the girl oh, yeah. from Thor. Can't remember her name. Kat Dennings. Yeah, right? Kat Dennings and Catherine um, Hahn as Agatha. And the Harkins. Jimmy Woo. Woo. I mean, all across the board. Um, great stuff. And to me, interesting, good writing that didn't feel cliche in any way. Yeah. No, I, I mean, there were some cliche moments in the last two, two episodes, but to me, it felt like a very original story and one that despite whether I liked every episode or not, I wanted to come back to every week. Um, Absolutely. We had no issue coming back I feel to the like show. It's every similar week. to like the walking dead. I know completely different vibe, but you're talking about a show that like, despite the fact that you get aggravated on an episode to episode basis, that they're not advancing story in the way that you want them to, you still want to come back. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is that it, regardless of what I wanted episodes to be, I always wanted to come back the next week because well, I just needed more. You know I needed what? more of that show. And I, I still feel like I need more of that show. I yeah. need different answers than what they gave us. And is that aggravating? But there aren't yes. any other... Like, you say that, but I can't think of any other answers to get not unless you changed it yeah not unless you and changed i don't want the to change line. like and the storyline's fine the way it is I, it is i think it's um it just it 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 built towards the middle towards the end to feel like there was going to be some explosion of story yeah and well it, i know it, it I, just kind of went the way you thought it would go i guess so i think that's where it fails a little bit is that they have a build-up in this show to where you think that it's going to be this big, huge reveal and everything's like the walls are torn down and now you see what it is for real. They did it, but it was to the point of just like, well, whatever. And I honestly believe, like I said before, if they would have given us like an, the episode eight as like the third episode, it would have served better than what it did where it was at. And then you could have advanced the story so much more and given people what they wanted earlier in the series and it still would have been the same thing because yeah. in episode eight, you finally see like what Wanda did to get vision back, what, what she was really thinking, how she really didn't just like man, like, you know, manhandle everybody in the building to just take him back. It was different than that. You know, like they brought her in, they invited her in. It wasn't the same thing. Like that story I think would have been good to have in the beginning um, and then you would have been a little bit more sympathetic towards her and understand like, oh, wait, there's something way bigger here going on. And maybe it's not just her being pissed off at the world. It's like her losing everything in her life. And I just would have liked it better that way because for the for a while leading up to basically that episode where it did let me down, but it did give me a lot of information, I just felt like what? What's the goal here? What is the, what's the idea? Like, what are they trying to get at? I understand there's probably somebody else involved, but what is Wanda's goal here? You had no idea. Had I known it's just her being broken and like missing things and the buildup of her losing her family and her brother and loving old TV shows and then losing the only thing she had that wasn't even a real human being, but losing vision twice in front of her. Um, I would have, I don't know. I would have been a little more like into it, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, and not for nothing in the last episode, I mean, the stakes feel real. 
there's a you're, there's some emotional buy in there. That, Absolutely. But you know things like the kids, right? Um, it like doesn't land, right? They, they try and make it like a huge emotional moment, and it should be. I think it was with her envision. Yeah, that that is what I was just about to say. It didn't land with the kids. It should have. Um, well, the reason it didn't land with the kids with me is because they, they were supersized like, them throughout the thing. Yeah. Well, well, not only that, but in the very last episode, they go up there and they put them to bed, knowing that they're going to disappear, and they're just like, "All right, good night," and close the door, and then they leave. And yeah. then it's just about her and Vision. And I'm like, the whole time I kept thinking, like, I don't know if those were my kids, but I feel like yeah. I'd stay with them anyway. So the stuff with Vision does land at the end. There's a great line that Paul Bettany has that's something something along the lines of. We've said goodbye before. Yeah. And then she says, like, so we'll say hello again. Yeah. Something like that. That was great. It's a great, it it lands. Um, It didn't choke me up, though. I mean, but, and it should have. If it had three more episodes, it might have. You know, it didn't necessarily choke me up, but I did sit there. I I remember myself being, like, sitting forward (laughs) in the seat. Craig says the goal is to prove she's the hottest Olsen. I mean, she's proved that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she (laughs) is. She's the only attractive Olsen. Yeah. The other two, eh, they just kind of look the same. She's also an amazing actress. <laughs> She's very good. Really good. And she has a pretty great TikTok where she just gardens. I'm not interested in that. I am. I think it's great. I watched her prune some of her stuff today. <laughs> like some of her plants. Um, no. So I, it, there was fine. There was enough in that last episode. It's just, I don't know. How, how do you shit on something for, not being what you think it could have been. And when it's you, still very good. Yeah. And how do you, you can't shit on something that is so different and so new. Novel. Interesting. Yes. It's, it's brand new. Like that was incredible what they did. In the I just beginning. remember how we got fired up in like episode five, six and seven. And we're on this yeah. show going like, you gotta watch this show. You have to be watching this show. Yes. And I mean that, that says something alone right there that they did something. And even though we we talk about the first two episodes being not necessarily throwaway, but unnecessary in a way, they aren't unnecessary. You know, like looking back on it, they serve their purpose, and I'm glad that that they're there. And I've never, ever seen anything like that before in a modern day TV show to do something so well. Like well, part of that, it was those nostalgic shows are so good, and she is great at acting them. And so was Vision. I mean, so, even being yeah. being Paul Bettany, being Vision in there plays the character. Perfectly. And there's a huge like nostalgic bite for me at least because I watched a lot of those old shows. So did I. And yeah, to see Bewitched, Bewitched all the I time. I mean, mainly watched so much of it, uh, and. I don't know. Just it was there was something comforting about seeing that. Yeah, um, I I agree. I, I there was. I was aggravated right off the bat to to see it at first because I thought it was kind of a gimmick at first to where it was just going to be. No, they 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 uh, they no, bought in. No, they went all in with it because I didn't realize it was going to be two full episodes of that, and it wasn't something I necessarily wanted or needed. But like I said, now looking back, it was just really, really well done. Um, and I liked, I like it. It just, 
I think they could have switched some things around to make it more interesting and not as like just intensely aggravating on not giving a story. Yeah. Because to be honest, you could, the first four episodes, the fourth episode reveals a lot, but, but the first four episodes, every single time you're just like, what also like, like honestly, but what, but what is going on? Like, what are you doing? Why are you there? I think one of the biggest letdowns for me was like the Agatha character. I know. It just didn't land. It's landing in pop culture. In pop culture it is. She did really... That but, eighth episode did really well. But the character didn't land to me. I, I don't know. Something about it just missed. And maybe it was that last episode of like flying around CGIing each other. Yeah. That didn't get it for me. But, you know, I'm... I'm I'm still, I liked it a lot. I'm all in. I hope they do a season two. I'll definitely be on board for it. I like that they're pushing the narrative. So the Marvel's always been very good about this, right? They push the narrative in different directions to suit their franchises. When they do Guardians of the Galaxy, they're doing a space drama. When they're doing uh, Captain America and those things, they're doing an action movie. And when they do... Uh, Doctor Strange, they're they're getting into the mystical, mm-hmm. and this is doing a good job of navigating those waters. And I like that they're pushing the story that way, and then they're going to come back and push the story for Falcon and the Winter Soldier yes. back in the other way. And I like the push pull they get that we get in that universe. So, well, yeah, and they give you those individual pieces, and then are able to put them together at the end. Dirk said, "I'm not a snarf level expert, but it just felt rushed." I mean, and that's absolutely the truth. And it didn't need to yeah. feel rushed because they spent, I mean, as much as I, I liked them for nostalgic reasons, they just devoted too much time in the first four episodes. They did. To that setup. And but if, even if, the beginning, the, I mean, the beginning of each episode was dedicated to that. The beginning of each episode was dedicated to that. that even just make, if you're going to do nine episodes, fine, make them an hour long. They should have. They should have been longer, absolutely. And they dedicated the beginning of the episodes to that mirage of being a world that it's not. And we knew this. Like, yeah, we know. Every episode, it's like, I know this isn't real. Like, why are you playing this out again? Or, like, why are you playing the TV show part? Stop it. Like, let's... Let's get down to the other like meat and potatoes of this stuff, because... If you want to do the 30, 40-minute episodes, that's fine. Make it twelve episode season. Yeah, you need to. They needed to be at least give it time. Ten. At least ten. We should have been weeping when those kids died. Yeah, we should have lived with those characters a little more. You know. Yeah, and and and, and like and the ex- reveal with Pietro, like when they did the Pietro thing, that was like nothing. It just was like, oh, you're wearing a net necklace that's controlling you. And yeah, you're a random even, like I didn't Nate. Understand that you're like Nate Hudson or whatever your name is. Like, and that was it. Like that's that's the end of her brother. Nolan said, "I heard some of their filming and production had to be altered because of COVID." <clears throat> Even that, I mean, there's, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to say. I don't. I feel like you could work through that to make a. a Jimmy show said, better. "Chris said beer me." I did official beer of Snarf Talk. Mm-hmm. Yingling, Longer. Yingling, and Heinz beans. The official bean. Of Snarf Talk. Of Snarf Talk. <laughs> um, so anyway, if, if you guys uh, haven't watched it, I, I still recommend it highly for for a Marvel fan. Um, yeah. Don't, if, don't. You're, if you're not a fan or you're not, if you're, this isn't the place to start. 
Not at all. No. So don't start here. In fact, you'll be worse off if you start. If you've seen a couple you're of the movies gonna in the past. You're just going to be loaded with questions and not know anything that's going well, on. Well, and you're not going to want the answers because yeah. you don't have the background information. So right. I think most people that listen to this probably have seen a lot of the movies. Um, it's fine. I like that it's setting up something. I guess it didn't, I didn't feel like it's set up quite as much as I wanted it to. No, I don't feel like it did either. I know that it Wanda's... It set a tone, though. It I, set a tone of quality that... I, to me, is interesting. Yeah. This, quality-wise, was a better piece of entertainment than a lot of Marvel movies. Almost all of them. So, I mean, I'm going to give it that on that, and I'm going to be positive about so it. So, I know that uh, Scarlet Witch and Rwanda is going to be in... Yeah, okay, so Craig's like, wasn't a fan of the eight-minute credits with occasional one-shots. Agreed. Yeah. I Every agree. time those credits popped at the end... I just got pissed off. I'm like, seriously, guys? Yeah. Seriously. That's what they're doing? Like, and that's what they did. Um, but Wanda is going to be in that the new Doctor Strange movie. Psyched about that. Um, Multiverse of Madness. I, I will say She's one thing. With I never gave I a shit much, about that character before this series. She was a side note on the Avengers movies. Absolutely. You didn't... You didn't well, until Endgame, really. And frankly, even like her and Vision's relationship, I feel like that was a little bit of a... I didn't give any hmm. crap about it until Endgame. And I do now. Well, until like Infinity War and Endgame, those are the only two movies that played up their relationship and the, the characters at all. Right. Like the only reason you had buy-in is because of the death scene of, of Vision. That's the only reason. Or... And the fight scene that they had, in, you know, wherever they were hiding when Captain America and Black Widow came. Yeah, that was a cool scene when Captain America got there. Yes. And, yeah, and she used basically none of her powers and Vision ran away and they all just, whatever, ran away. And But seeing Vision die twice and seeing, like, that effect on Wanda was good. And then in Endgame, seeing her fight Thanos was awesome. Like, all of that stuff was great. Those are the only two things, though, that really gave that character any sort of, like... Gravitas. Gravitas, yes. Gave her a Susan of Heinz beans. Yeah. Some weight. Yeah, like a little Susan. A little bit of watery spaghetti sauce. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of, like, a splattering of spaghetti-o. Yeah. You know? A spaghetti-o. Uh, give me the little spaghetti-o on my beans. <laughs> So that's it for uh, our, I think, our review of WandaVision, unless you got anything else on that. No, I would say that if you have seen the movies before, you can absolutely watch this and series and enjoy it. Um, maybe we're being a little overly critical or overly harsh. I think we're being overly critical for sure, and I'll tell you why. It's just that we care so much, Jerry. That's because we I just, just care it, so deeply. It's we want it to be... The best it can be. I mean, I open my heart to these films and movies and TV shows, and I just want them, you know, I want them to be better than We're like the overly critical me. parents. It's like watching your kids grow up, and you're like, I want you to do better than I did in my life, son or daughter, you know? And I want to see this show, and I want you to be better than, than Endgame or... <laughs> Good luck. Whatever else. Remember seeing that in the theaters? I do. Um, anyway, uh, what an experience. 
Dirk had mentioned earlier, um, he said, speaking of not aging, because we were talking about uh, the, that 70s show lady, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall coming to America too. Sorry, off topic. Um, we're going to review that next week because I, I, I'm like three quarters of the way finished watching it. Coming to America too. I didn't see it yet. Or coming to America. Yes. Um, I'm like three quarters of the way through the movie. Um, okay. We'll leave it at that. No, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. No, that's that's fine. I, I, haven't I definitely seen it have yet. criticisms. But I've heard. I mean, I've heard some reviews and some talk and things, but I haven't watched. What haven't watched it yet? Yeah, but Eddie Murphy does look like he he does not look. What? How old is he? Uh, he's at least seventy nine. How old is Eddie Murphy? I bet you he's sixty. He's definitely sixty, right? He's got to be. Got to be 59 years old. Okay. He does not look 59. And Arsenio Hall looks like he's like a child. So they both look identical to they do they did in the first movie. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's got a little more of a gut. That's it. But he's been living in America for so long. No, he's not. He's he's the prince of Zamunda. And he doesn't come back to America? No. Well, he does in the movie. Oh, that's what I mean. But he's not been living in America. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um so did you want to do uh, talk a little bit about the uh, award season? I do, but it's not like the typical award season. Yeah, we are done. We we talked about the Golden Globes. They're dog shit. What a horrendous, just absolute. So we're going to talk about uh, a website that we often do quote, mm-hmm. and we do give a lot of credit towards, and that is Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Um, and you know, I never not always I'd... not always the best of the world but you know we usually i like how we can balance the critic score with the viewer score and so we can understand exactly what's going on that's what i was gonna say I, I never thought i'd be a fan of like quoting or reviewing anything or like agreeing with anything off of rotten tomatoes because i always think the critic score on most movies is just so ungodly off not always but not always but most of the time, I'm just like, the critics are just off on this. But I do feel like, most of the time, the, the viewers' scores... Are pretty good. Are pretty good. Pretty... Pretty on the pretty point. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. But every once in a while, you get some critics that are on the same page, and it blows me away. And they have the best, like, the best uh, objective reviews of movies. Yeah. So we're going to... Pick some popular categories. There's like a million categories. Um, 2020, obviously not the best year in movies and television. So we're going to tread lightly on this. I'm going to yeah, just go. it was horrendous. Right Let's off, just say yeah. that right off the bat. I'm going to go right off the bat on best uh, movies and see if there's anything that we even saw. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. And movies. They are, they're, they're basically isn't, but. <laughs> Is there um, like a top? Like yeah, let's go to the top, top ten. Yeah, um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Didn't see it. Oh yeah, saw it seven times. Uh, it's on HBO right now. I gave it a Hamilton. I, I saw it live. I don't need to watch it again. I never. I wanted to watch it. And I never did. Nomad Land. I've heard some good stuff about. Nope, never. It's got Francis McDormand, but I have not heard Francis Ford it. Coppola. Yes. Wow. Um, don't know it. Don't know it. Don't know it. Did you ever see Invisible Man? No, because that's number five. I heard that was good. Soul number four. 
decent. All right, we're gonna go to to see, like TV because that had a good year. What was the number one? Oh my god, you don't want to know. I do want to know. You can't um, leave us hanging. Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Portrata de la Juina Fila Aflu. Oh yeah, I just watched that on Sunday. <laughs> it's it's a, just a. It's a French film. Yeah, it's just really a groundbreaking thing. You know, it made me feel yeah. stuff. Uh, Invisible Man won the Golden Tomato number one spot for wide release movies. Never saw it. Heard great things about it. Hmm. Would like to see it. I think it's. Is it a horror? It is kind of like horror. I think it's legitimately based on like the Universal like Invisible Man. Yeah. Thing. I think it's part of that like world. Really? Yeah, because they made the Mummy. No, it's not part of the same. No, um, it's not. Dark. Uh, what what were they calling that? Yeah. Okay. 2020 streaming, best streaming movies. What do you think made number one on that? Um, probably Eurovision. One Night in Miami. I don't know. Miami. Even, directed by Regina King. Never saw it. One Night in Miami. What's it on? Um, don't know. They don't even tell you if it's on Hulu or Amazon. I or... go back in and look. Jesus Christ, Jerry. Well, I just thought you'd be prepared for that. Hold on. If we're going to talk about a movie and say that its name, you better be able to tell us where it. it's from. One Night in Miami. Search Miami. it on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's not that important. Let's go down to something people care about. Okay. Uh, fan favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Number one fan favorite film. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Skip that because that's supposed to be a vote. Okay. Um, what do you mean? Fill the time here. Well, let me. I don't know what you out. mean. Like you, you. This is turning out to be a dud, Jerry. So you had <laughs> the to Golden f- Tomatoes is turning out to be a dud. All right, let's go to best. Let's go to series. Okay? okay. Let's do series. We're gonna move on from this world. All I need you to do is click on the top ten. We're not doing that. You've never heard of any of them. So we're going to go to series. We're going to do best reviewed series by genre. Tell me what you want to do. Animated, TV comedies, docu-series, drama, TV, Let's, sci-fi, special episodes, best superhero series, or best YA series. I want to do TV comedies first. TV comedies. All right, here we go. Let's talk about that. Um, number five, and these are top five. Number five is Sex Education Season 2. Did you ever watch that? I watched first the of first that? season of that. Yes, it was awkward and strange, and I didn't feel comfortable watching it because they were young adults. Yeah, it looked good. But it was I didn't funny. Watch it. it it is funny, and it it has interesting character development in the way of like the main character, which is a kid who's awkward, you know, and doesn't have a lot of friends. Moves to a new area, start get immediately makes a friend in this like rebel girl that is different than everybody else and doesn't care what's going on. And then it gets into the whole high school drama aspect of it from there on out. And that's where it kind of lost me. I wasn't just, I just wasn't into the high school drama aspect. And it was just really awkward because they are talking about 15, 16 year olds in, you know, physical situations. And I was just like, I don't, I don't care. Um, number four, 
Shit's Creek season six. Did you ever watch season six? I haven't got to six yet. I am still on five. And that's number four? Yeah, number four for 2020. Is there something? There's three things better than that? Uh, yeah, number three is What We Do in the Shadows, season two. So I started watching the first season, and I haven't so finished So good, it. guys. Did you watch all of that? Uh, season one. I haven't seen season two. Oh, okay. But it's a good show. It really is. It's di- way different. Yeah. It blew me away when I first watched uh, the first couple episodes, because I was like, holy smokes, I did not know this is what it was going to be I, like. I enjoy it, but I like that like uh, fake documentary style. Yeah. Like uh, best in show. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is Spinal Tap type of thing, but in just the most ridiculous fashion that you could possibly have it in. It's a, it's a really, really fun. When you're show. talking about monsters and vampires. Um, number two is, I've never heard of this, Feel Good, season one. Nope. I don't uh, know. So we'll either. skip that. Number one was Pen 15, season two. I never watched this show. I've heard good things about it. Pen 15, it's like penis, right? Oh, yeah. And it's on, I think it's on Netflix. I didn't put that together. Yeah. Uh, I heard of it, but I never saw any of it. So that was best comedy. So we'll be able to watch that. We'll go to best animated series. Anything with the name penis, I have to watch. 2020. Number five is... Is that weird? The Midnight gospel never heard of it number four is a new show i haven't seen it uh solar opposites don't know it's um it's got tiffany haddish and thomas middleditch a bunch of famous people it's a hulu uh series it's supposed to be good wait 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 real quick i just said the name tiffany amber theason had a huge crush on t-a-t yeah yeah carve Um, it in your desk oh yeah t-a-t I had a huge crush on her. The girls would carve JTT. The guys would carve TAT. And she was something to behold when we were kids. Then I really just lost a lot of respect and everything for her when she ended up coming out with a Food Network show. What? Called Breakfast at Tiffany's years ago. Probably. I want to see this show. 2011 or 2012. And they were the most dog shit recipes that you could. It was basically like reading the back of a box. It's it's basically like we have the name Breakfast at Tiffany's. Let's find a famous Tiffany. Absolutely is what it was. And then it was like reading the back of a box of um, anything, like any boxed food. And that's what she was making. It was just absolutely awful. I had high hopes of this show. What about... Breakfast at Tiffany's. She I know. said, I think I wonder what it feels like. If I recall, I think we, we both, both kind of liked, liked it. it. And I thought we were both going to kind of like this. You know, I thought like, you know, I thought we had a connection, me and, you know, Miss Thesis. T-A-T. Yeah. I thought we had a connection back when I was a child. And you loved then, her on Say by the Bell, and then she had kind of a raunchy part on Son-in-Law, and you're like, this is all I ever wanted. Yeah. This is like, how could it get any better than this? And then I was like, you're going to cook me breakfast foods or any type of food? Is she on the new Saved by the Bell? Is that out yet? In kind of a low-cut shirt? Has anybody seen the new Saved by the Bell? I didn't even know there was one. I think it's out. Um, Let's talk about the rest of these. These are best animated series. Uh, I haven't heard of number three. It's got famous people in it, but it's called Central Park Season 1. Episode uh, number two is Harley Quinn Season 2. 
This is a show, guys, that is <sighs> real good. I haven't even started it. I never even watched the first Kaylee season. Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. Um, is she Harley? Yeah, of course. I remember, yeah, so Jason I remember. Alexander, Diedrich Bader. Great, great, great show. It was on DC Universe. I'm assuming it's on HBO Max It's got to be. All those shows went there. Number one is a show that I have been watching on and off. Not recently, but I have watched season um, the first couple seasons. It's Big Mouth. It's that's uh, an animated show, Nick, right? The, Jerry, we're doing the number of top five animated shows. It was yes, Central Park. Oh yeah, that's a new one. Yeah, it's new. Now that you say that, it's got Josh Gad and Kristen Bell and Leslie Odom and Catherine Hahn. Yes. All right. Now I remember. Uh, but Big Mouth is Nick Kroll's show that he writes and produces um, with John Mulaney and Fred Armisen and a whole bunch of really funny people. Um, I have never watched any of it. I've seen like it's on its fourth it season. And... It's it's really funny. It's really raunchy. Oh really? Have you uh, watched it? Yeah, I've watched the first two seasons. Oh, why have you never spoke of this? I don't know. I, I sometimes I forget about. Did stuff. you know we had a segment called "What You're Watching"? Yeah. This was a long time ago. I watched the first two oh. seasons, like a oh, year so ago. This, well, yeah, we had that segment then. Season four is what it's <laughs> on now. Um, do you want to do docu series, drama, sci fi? Uh, sci fi, okay. definitely. Yeah, sci fi. Top five sci fi. I love sci fi series. Number five, Star Trek Picard season one. Haven't watched it yet. No, neither have I. That was a CBS show. That's I why I never saw it. And I have it, and I give you my password. So, Well, I haven't even logged into that. We were going to do Paramount, right? We are going to do Paramount, yes. Um, I'm super psyched to watch that. Uh, number four is one I did watch and loved. Can't recommend enough, and that is Star Trek Discovery season oh, yeah. three. Um, I haven't seen any of that either. Soniqua Martin-Green plays Michael Burnham. Yeah. I'll let your boy, Sonequa. Uh, Michelle Yao. All kinds of great people on it. This is a phenomenal, phenomenal show if you like sci-fi. Um, you don't have to be a Star Trek fan to watch it. I wasn't. Um, I watched it. I loved it. It's way different than the old Star Trek shows, which I also liked. But this one is like action, military, fighting, Really? Ship-to-ship combat, lots of things Ooh, happening. Ooh, I love ship-to-ship combat. Yeah, it's great. You'll like it. Um, number three on the list for top sci-fi fantasy is Dark, season three, which somebody told us about last week. Yes, uh, Dark. I really am interested in watching this show. The problem is it's German and it's dubbed. Sean? Was that Sean? Sean, yes. Sean told us about that. Uh, Dark's final chapter is as thrilling as it is bewildering, bringing viewers full circle without sacrificing any of the show's narrative complexities. Uh, and it is full of narrative complexities from what I can tell. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, number two, The Mandalorian, season two. I'm glad to hear this uh, fan on the list. favorites. Uh, it's number two. Wow. Number two on that call sheet, Gina Carano. Yeah, um, what about her? I'm just saying I thought that was odd. She's number two on the call sheet on there. Oh. Um, we, I mean, we've talked at length about this show. Absolutely. It's, if you have never seen uh, this, you are I mean, doing don't watch WandaVision when you can watch Mandalorian. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, come on. I completely agree. You am, need I right to go back. am I right or am I right? 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 If you're right, I'm right. And you're right. And, and we're all right. And you need to watch this show. 
it's it's the best thing Disney Plus has done. It's the best thing Star Wars has done since Rogue One. Yes, correct. Uh, number one, Lovecraft Country. We have not watched it. I haven't, but I've I've heard very 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 good things. There's a guy that I was in the army with, friends on Facebook. He always posts things about Lovecraft Country. He always posts things about Lovecraft in general, like reading the books. And Lovecraftian. Stuff. He is a Lovecraftian gentleman, and he loves that kind of stuff. Um, and he he has spoken very highly of this, and he is very critical of everything well i'm i'm it's on my list yeah um the next one bet let's do best superhero series of 2020 number five on this list is or number four there is no five number four is star girl season one haven't watched no it. i haven't watched that either darn crazy uh number three is a one that i did start um i am not okay with this on Netflix, I started it. I haven't seen enough of it to know anything about it. Wait, so. that's the name of it? Yeah, it's I'm called not okay I Am Not with Okay this? With This. I have not seen that or even heard of it. Um, we talked about it. I brought it up on the show. Yeah, maybe you have. Um, but I don't know enough it's, about Can it. you tell me the premise? Or like, It's about like an awkward teenage girl who doesn't like fit in, and then she like slowly finds out she has like supernatural powers. Wait. I started watching that too. Yeah. I'm almost positive I started watching that. Is it like a short haired, like redhead yep. girl? And it's it's and she starts to freak out. It seems well made. It does. I watched quite a few episodes of that and I don't think I I don't think I finished the first season. Yeah. Is there only one season? Only one season. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm close to finishing that first season, but I yeah, it's uh it was different. It didn't hold my attention, but I think I just didn't give it a chance. Yeah. Number two, Umbrella Academy season two. God, that feels like a, a year ago, a, a million years ago when it came out. It, um, it's it a was great this season. Time? It's Wasn't great, it this time yeah, last year? Yeah, it must be. Great season. Uh, much enjoyed it more Way than the first season. Way better than the first season, yeah. Um, completely forgot about this show. Number two, winning the Golden Tomato, The Boys season two. Hell yeah, dude. Don't get much better than that. I was so happy that this season... Uh, the, uh, that this season was the way it was, but I was also so happy that you got into it as much as you did. Yeah. Because I loved the first season and you weren't as into it as I was. Um, and then when this season came out, you finally took the blinders off. I did. And saw what it was. Because the second season of The Boys just blew everything out of the water when it came to superhero shows. Like... Obviously, we love The Mandalorian and that type of stuff for sci-fi. But when you're talking about superhero shows that have came out recently, The Boys has blown everything away. Yes. Um, because of like the extreme content, but also like there's really good acting. Absolutely. The guy who plays Homelander is The chick is that a plays freak. Stormfront. The, yes, the chick that plays Stormfront is awesome. I love Billy Butcher. Like um, Billy the Butcher. What's his... Real Carl Urban. Carl Urban. He's very good. He seems like pretty much the coolest dude out there. Doesn't he? Yes. Like, I feel like that's the way he walks up and down the street every day is the way he plays that character. No, I mean, I've, I've watched some, like, YouTube videos of him, like, screwing around on sets. He seems super cool. Oh, really? I want to be friends with that dude. I want to be friends I with him, I want to eat too. Heinz beans with that guy. He would eat them. He gon' bean. He gon' bean <laughs> with us. Yeah. He gon' bean. 
But either way, anyways, like, yes, all of the acting is very good. And I just, the ending of that series for that season was great. In the woods. Oh, yeah. Blowing people up. And the intensity on Homelander's face and, like, the situation and how insane he really is. Golly. That's good. Um, Let's do best review TV drama of 2020. Um, top four coming at you. Number four, The Flight Attendant, a show that we both watched. Yes. Did you finish I, it? I haven't finished it. No, I uh, just watched season five uh, last. What would that have been? It was over the weekend. Saturday or Sunday, I watched season or episode five. An enjoyable show that showcases the amazing, immense talent of Kaylee Cuoco. And she has not had that before. No, she hasn't had that opportunity. And, and she's doing a very she good job. She has in... Harley Quinn. Yeah. She's very good in that. But that's a voice role. Yeah. Um, she's amazing. She's like taking the mantle to me for like the number one. She beats out Jennifer Lawrence. Really? In and Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I would that. say of female actors, I like Jennifer Lawrence. She's always been in like some in like kind of the top spot. Maybe uh Karen Gillan. There you go. Now right we're getting into it. But Silver Kaylee Linings Cuoco. Playbook, man. It's yeah. a good that's a good flick. It's a good jam. It is. You like that show? Yeah, of course I did. She's very good in that. She's also in that The Passengers. She is. Yeah, she's in a lot of good stuff. Uh P Valley season one. Never heard of it? Never heard of it. Number, it's all about P though. Number yeah. It's about peeing on people. Yeah, it's like laying in a valley of pee. <laughs> It's a pea valley. They're taking little rafts up and down there. Yeah. It's just, they were going to call it golden showers, and they're like, maybe that's a little on the nose. Yeah. Let's call it pea valley instead. <laughs> it's called pea valley. Uh, number two is Better Call Saul season five, the show that makes Breaking Bad look like garbage. Do you still watch that? Of course. I haven't seen season five, but it is, I've seen season four. And I'm wait, I, I watch them. I, uh, I wait for them to come out so I can binge them. I've literally only Very bingeable. I've literally only seen uh, the very first episode of the very first season. It's a great, great show. Season one, and you would be absolutely hooked by Better Call Saul. It would hook, it would sink its hooks deep into your heart. I need to get into it. And just pull you onto a ride that you're going to love. So Adam commented and said, uh, just one minute ago, said, Karen is way underrated. Yes. Yeah. I think she's becoming more and more uh, like mainstream because of Guardians of the Galaxy and, and Nebula. But I don't think Jumanji, she, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Jumanji. She's like a star of that. I know she is, but I don't think, I still don't think people took her seriously until she got into like the Nebula and then Jumanji roles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she had well, a lot were, of stuff before then. Yeah, but those were her big, big breaks. What, what has she had since then, though? Um, I mean, those are still going on. Well, not Jumanji. They're going to make another Jumanji. You think that so? one just came out. The second one. Two years ago. Like last year. Like this time last year. 2019, I think it came out. Okay, that's not that long ago. 2020 didn't exist, basically. Yeah, you're right. She um, probably didn't do much. So, number one was... Some people that would love some Heinz beans. Oh, a British show. The Crown. The Crown. Amy loves it. I haven't seen it. 
my wife watches it all the time and my mom wa- has watched all of it. They enjoy it a lot. And it's literally following the queen. Big news about the queen this week. What? Oh, you didn't hear? D- Listen, I ain't talking about that bullshit. Oh, you didn't hear? Unless there's something else going on. No, I'm just saying, like, there's been a bunch of news yeah, this week. Yeah, that's all the news is. And I'm not talking about the Oprah interview. Because of Meghan and Harry. It's It pisses me off because I was such a huge fan of hers and of the show Suits. And she seems like a real douche. Yeah. <laughs> this was in poor taste. <laughs> this was in poor taste. Like, we get it. We know it's like a mob. You know what I mean? Like, we knew like that. Like a cult? Yeah, like a cult mob type deal over there. Listen, you Nobody married in questions that. to a fucking royal family. Shut up. Yeah, and she was bitching about having to curtsy in front of the queen. And she looked at him and she's like, well, it's your grandma. And he's like, but it's the queen. Yeah, you're right. It's the, she's a queen. Like, we get that that's kind of a joke and like a fantasy thing now. And it's very unnecessary. But you know what? Like, you give respect where you're supposed to. And so is that the whole, I, I have not followed it. Is like, that the whole thing? Like, she just can't have any respect for. Basically, and then like, like Harry tradition, and he's just a dude, and Harry's just like. dumping on his family, big time. Like I don't want to talk about it. It's just unbelievable. Jerry, I don't want to talk about it. It's unreal. Let's move on to what we're watching because we're almost out of time, and they're all racist. Have you watched anything, Jerry? Oh, um, I watched three things. No, I, you know what? I literally have basically watched nothing. I did watch an older season of uh, Survivor. <laughs> Not that you should want to know about that. But uh, no, I, I really haven't. I, I've watched a lot of random things that don't mean anything, like some food shows and stuff just to like 30 minute shows. I went to bed really early this week. Okay. So I watched three things. I started the show Snowpiercer on HBO Max. Oh, you did. Um, I watched two episodes. Boy, howdy, I could not get into it oh. to save my life. I've heard good things, but I had to call her quits. Yeah, I don't have time. Yeah, is it like too much mental game or like? I don't know. It just didn't just do it for me. I don't know. It like all takes s- place on a train. Yes, it does. It's a very. It's just a weird concept. Um, I didn't care for the acting that much. People like it. It's got some, you know, some people in it that I recognize. I, I just, you know, it was not. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for me right now. Maybe later. Yeah. Maybe in a different season of your life yeah. where you get into Snowpiercer. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try the movie. The Isn't Chris there Evans a fema- movie. female lead? No. No, the lead is um, a dude. Oh, I thought they had changed it up for the show. Yeah. I mean, so the idea is like uh, there's this train. All the rich people got on it. Mm-hmm. The world's over. It's like frozen. But they- a bunch of poor people like rushed on at the last minute. So they keep them in like the back and they're like. They just bring them like a little bit of food at a time. And so there's like class warfare going on in this train. And there is a murder that happens on the train. Mm-hmm. So they have to go in the back because one of the only homicide detective on the train is a poor guy. Is the poor is one of the poor dudes. He's actually like one of the leaders of the poor dudes. Oh. And it's got like Jennifer Connolly in it, a bunch of other famous people. I mean, it, yeah, Jennifer Connelly's like one of the main act, actors in it, right? Like that—that's why I kind of thought that it was yeah. a female lead, 
because well, I knew but she was in it. She is in it. And she yes, I get. I would say I guess she is a main. Her Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, yeah, I think Kevin yeah. Costner, mm-hmm. Jeremy Pivens. They're, yeah, they're all Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, I'll try, but I'll, I'm maybe just watch the Chris Evans movie. It's only two hours later. Uh, Adam said, uh, "Whoa, shoot, 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 shoot. What? If you find yourself in P Valley, you're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> we are because <laughs> you'll always be number one. Oh, oh I get it. It's great. I get it. That's uh, Adam a- says, check out Upload on Prime. I have. I watched all of Upload. I reviewed it. It was actually in one of my top shows of 2020. Right when we did our lists. Yes. Um, it is an amazing show starring Stephen Amell's younger brother. And Stephen I, Amell is Arrow. He is Arrow, and he's a handsome man, and, and I've never seen any of Download. Upload. upload. And it is a phenomenal. I phenomenal, prefer Download speeds show. to I hope they speeds. do. A My upload speeds are terrible compared to Download speeds. Okay. Uh, second thing I started watching, again, I'm back on the Doom Patrol train. <laughs> Doom Patrol season two. I completely forgot that that existed. Yeah, it's because it had a. You started it, right? It did. It had a really slow start, um, and it has continues to have a slow continue. Really? So I'm like four to five oh, that's se- episodes in it. Um, what is there eight? There's not very many episodes. Per I don't season. know. Remember season one though was a slow burn, and then it, it was it until got they went, amazing at the end. It was until they went into the donkey. Until they were eat, so the or... beginning of Doom Patrol season one, we've talked about it was a, it's very tough to get through. It, and as that season progresses and ends, um, it's like one of the best seasons of a television show. So interesting novel. Yeah, we loved it. Absolutely, couldn't recommend it enough for people that are into sci-fi. It, period. Like if you're not into that, there. you're not gonna like it. It is out there. Yes, but um, season two is. I don't know. Like, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, it's, it's really slow, but it's not like it isn't interesting. I just, I guess I care a little bit less, a lot less about what's going on with the characters. Yeah, I, or they're, what they're doing. You know, I do like uh, Timothy Dalton has a bigger part in this. Brendan Fraser is kind of all over the place as he was in season one, but almost more annoying in season two. Really? That's sad. They brought in some he, new he characters. He's a good character. There's a lot of flashback episodes of uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs past, mm-hmm. and he has a daughter, and the daughter comes into season two. Um, now, it just started to get interesting. They brought in like the main villain, which is this like extra, ter- uh, extra dimensional being that like lives off the suffering and death of people. So like he floats in and out. He was Jack the Ripper. He was wow. this murderer, that murderer. And he like comes in, like takes people and uh tortures them because that's how he lives. Okay. And he it's interesting. Uh, I think again, it's gonna be the same thing. We're like the first four or five episodes kind of grind. Yes. And then after that it builds. And then it builds to something interesting. So I'm 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 in. I'm on board. I'm giving it the credit I that it's earned from season 1 right now. I can't sit here and say that it's good or that I'm enjoying season 2. Sure. I'm grinding through the beginning of season 2. That's the way I'm going to put that it. That doesn't uh bode well for me like getting in and watching it again. It, listen, it's it I could see other people watching 
season two and being like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Like, the production values stepped up. Oh, like, it is. Everything's stepped up. So it's well, like... Well, that's good. The, the, it feels more like a show, like a thing. Yeah, where the first, the first season did feel it's like... It's very disjointed. Yeah, and it seemed temporary. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't going to last. It did, yeah. Um, but it's doing very well. I think it's a very popular show. So I'm going to keep going with it. Okay. I should watch it again. I, I, I did forget. I forgot that there was another I season that I missed. I sometimes wish they could do a little bit more with some of the characters. They got some amazing characters. Like... I will still maintain that um, that Jane, the, the the person that plays Jane, yeah, is doing an incredible job. Oh yeah, because she's playing all these different people, but they don't leverage the character very well. Isn't that sad? Where, where you have this talent, and you can clearly see they have to be able to see that she's very talented in what she's unbelievable. doing. unbelievable, and yet they just don't give her the screen time or, yeah. the, or the story to to work. It's with. not the screen time necessarily. They don't give her the the you know the dude that she should have now like they do the with, story they don't give her the story uh, what's it, is it negative the guy negative, with the bandages yeah. yeah I mean that guy also Matt Boomer amazing he has some amazing okay. episodes and okay Boomer <laughs> he has some amazing episodes in season one I've maintained that like it's one of the best portrayals of like a gay character yeah that you see in anything like not only the struggle of it but also like just um, and you, as a deeply closeted gay man, would know. Well, I don't. I, you know, I'm just bringing up a great performance. But think, you're deeply closeted. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I I think they could do more with some of those characters, but they're not yet. Yet, season two. So you don't even. Two. How many episodes did you say you were in? Five, four. I'm on oh, season. Four. Because I don't think four. they do more than eight, so I think you're probably halfway through. But so they, I bet you you'll see they they there's so much story packed into an episode. You know, what I mean, it's crazy, right? Um, they're doing this whole thing. This whole season seems to be about this daughter, and I just don't care about this daughter. I don't want to know more. about Yeah, the I don't daughter. need to know I about you. Not interesting. I want to know about the 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 Doom Patrol? Yeah, <laughs> like I want to know what they do. Um. Next thing I've been watching. Last thing we'll talk about, unless you have anything else. No. This is... Oh, Craig says he's gay in real life. Matt Boomer. Yes, I did know that. It is a very good... Um, if you watch season one, like he's excellent. Yeah. He um, is absolutely excellent. American Idol. Oh, did you start watching that? I'm watching the new season. It started. I know it did, and I haven't watched a single episode of it, and I didn't want to because I saw Zoom. No, there's no Zoom. I saw a video wall of people and people singing in their own place. Yeah, that's how they did like the addition, the first auditions. But like, it's normal, normal American Idol. Oh, it is. And um, so I've like been out of the game for many seasons now. No, you haven't. It's I, been last season. You I didn't picked watch. it up. I'm getting there. I picked it up last season because you told me to. But I picked it up last season because you told me to the season prior. Okay. This I, is all recorded. I haven't watched it in a while except for whatever season it was that had Alejandro on it. Which was not last season, but well, 
it would have been not the 2019 season, but the 2018 season you watched. 2019 season I watched. They didn't do last year. Alejandro was like life changing. That yes. guy was unbelievable. And then he came back uh, the next season. Yeah, I never like watched a, the next. As season. like a judge guy, and it was it was good, but but they had to like. That guy is the best ever. Yeah, in the history of American Idol, in my opinion. Anyway, season uh, the new season came out. We always look for family shows that we can watch with the kids. Absolutely. And this is a great one for Cash's age. Like, yeah. and he gets really into it. Um, Sky and Jet don't really care. That surprised me that Sky wouldn't care. I mean, she wants girls to be a DJ. Want to get into what, that stuff? When you ask her what she wants to do with her life, she says she wants to be a DJ. Really? So she was having some. Uh, we thought she was having some hearing issues because she she got tubes in her ears. They had fallen out, so we thought maybe she had to get them put back in. So anyway, we take her to the doctor, and the doctor, our doctor, asked her, what, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" She said, "A DJ." And he just starts laughing. He's like, I've been doing this for like 20 years. I've never so heard any never kid say that. that. And he goes like, what does a DJ do? She puts her hand up to her ear and she scratches a record. She's like, you know, like, wicka, wicka, wicka. <laughs> That's what he's and, uh, he said. And he's just dying and he, he, laughing. He's like, well, we better get your ears checked out. Make sure you can, you know, be a DJ. You got to be able to hear to do that. Yeah. And she goes, no, you don't. You wear headphones. <laughs> well, Right. <laughs> But you gotta hear it. <laughs> it was really funny. Anyway, um, how did I bring that up? Why did I bring? Oh, Alejandro. But anyway, American Idol. The new season. Um, really enjoying it. Are you just in the audition? Which is I never liked the audition part, but I have they, enjoyed it because there's been some really good people. So like they're not past the auditions it, yet. They're. I think they're done now. So now you're Hollywood week. I think so. Okay. Next week. I gotta watch it then. I think. Uh, they're going to have some really, really talented people. There's been at least two people that I've looked at and been like, this is like Alejandro level good. Is it all the same judges? Yeah. And so this is what I was going to get at. This is by far the best group of judges they've ever had on this show. You think so? Yeah. I absolutely love Lionel Richie. The single best judge they ever had was Harry Connick Jr. Well, he was good too, but I liked Simon a lot. Yeah, but the reason I say Harry Connick Jr. is because he was funny, but he also knew so much. There is about no person music. in the world that knows more about music than Harry Connick Jr. He's like a savant. Like yes, a, he is. He he legit is, and he knew so much about scales and just music in general. And when he would talk about that to someone and give them like you know, really good, positive criticism about what they could be doing better. They it got was, better. But it was, like, awesome to hear rather than just the comments and the judgments of these judges that were in the music industry, but they're get, offering you nothing. They're just saying, like, oh, that was fun, but I would like you to smile more. He was saying, like, all right, you hit an A, you need to be like an A flat or you know what I mean? Like he was getting into the music side of things and he was talking about pentatonic scale all the time. Loved it. Best judge. Continue. Well, that's fine. I, I really, really like these new judges. Not new. They've been around for like five years now. Yeah. Um, I've never been a fan of Luke Bryan in my life. His music, I always thought it was a joke. I actually went to see him uh, in concert once Okay. and like was angry that I was being dragged to one of his concerts. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, this is not country music. I hate it. Yeah. 
you can't not like that dude. He is he's, a very likable guy. And he's a very good person. And he seems like a great guy. He also has great advice. He seems like he really gives a shit about the people. Yeah. Lionel Richie, same way. They, I've always loved Lionel Richie. Well, of course. Of course. Who hasn't <laughs> have? But I didn't know much about him, you know, other than his music. I, I like him a not lot. Not just his music. You know how much he's written? Like music he's oh, written yeah. for other people? It's unbelievable. Dirk says little pitchy dog. Yeah, I liked Randy. He's probably the longest running judge, right? By far our best judge, Paula Abdul. No. (laughs) She was drunk or high. She was doped up on pills the whole time. (laughs) I liked Simon, but um, I like the current group because they give, and and I like Katy Perry a lot too. I've always liked Katy Perry, like her music, fine, whatever. And I know she's a little loopy and weird. But you got to have that, right? You got to yeah, have that one. I think she is a very good judge. I don't necessarily I don't know like if her music. She's a great judge, but she's decent for the she's show. She's fun. You she's just funny. You need the dynamic of her in between everybody else, yeah. right? Like I just think they're all very fun and funny. Yeah. But they also they work well together. Seem to care and seem yes. like legit. I mean, as I am a fan of Katy Perry's music, but you know, I'm not like a huge fan, but she's made some good songs. Catchy. Yeah. yeah. California Girls. California Girls. It's undeniable. Something. Something, <laughs> something, something on top. It's really, um, anyway. You so I'm. I, hear me roar. Anyway, her, I. Her uh, Super Bowl halftime show was great. So I like the dynamic. I they're very entertaining people, and they're very entertaining together. And there seems to be some really talented. But people. the talent on this season is good. Seems pretty good. There's yeah. been at least, you know, and I'm very pessimistic when I'm watching American Idol. Everything. Like I'm judging every person that comes up there. Oh yeah. And I'm like looking for a reason to. Isn't shit Isn't that on. what we do? Yeah. But I'm looking for a reason to shit on these people, right? Yeah. And there's been legitimately like three, four, maybe five people that I've been like, whoa. Really? They like, I love that they can play instruments now. Yeah. And there's been like three or four people that I had to like step back from my cynicism and be like. Like, wait a minute. They're on par with me. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, Randy Jackson is now the house band leader for some game show. Name that too, maybe. That's interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that. I didn't even he, know there was a name that tune game show. I just knew Randy Jackson played bass for Journey. Did he really? Yeah. He played bass for a lot of bands, I I'm think. I'm pretty sure it was Journey for a while. Uh, he played bass for a lot of people, yeah. Uh, Nolan said, I like Lionel Richie, but if I had a nickel for every time I get home from work and he's dancing on my ceiling and I have to knock him off with a... <laughs> what? I think I lost you on that one. <laughs> If I had a nickel that for every has time to be I get a, a song quote. Yeah, it has, it, to be, it has to be. That maybe we're just not catching. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> that was good. I like him. Uh, he's like my least favorite of them. Mm-hmm. But yes, he. I do feel like he like really cares about the. Oh, absolutely. I think, like you said, they all really do, and they all really care about music. Um, it's funny, I looked it up because, you know, remember American Idol used to be like the biggest show in the world. I was so obsessed with it. And it was. It had like 80 million viewers, you know, something yes. crazy. And it's continuously gone down. Remember, they canceled it. 
Yeah. And then it came back, what, like five years later? On ABC, right? Yeah. It wasn't on Fox It wasn't on for Fox originally. And then... Came back in ABC maybe like five years ago. Can anybody hear that or no? I don't think so. Um, and the ratings are terrible. I mean, they're still good. They get like eight million, six million. It's nothing like it was before. Nothing though. like it was. But I'm glad they're still doing it. Yeah, I, I loved it. One that I watched it a couple seasons ago. And then last season, they did do it in the beginning of 2020, but then it changed into like Everybody them staying home and because of the pandemic. And they had to film themselves, and it just wasn't the same show. And, you know, they picked a winner, and it was like, whatever. I didn't really care about it after that. Um, and I didn't know if they were even going to do it this year because I didn't even hear about like auditions and things like happening. You know what I mean? Like normally they have like little promos of auditionings happening in different towns. No, they did them all in one place this year. Mm. So they had it virtual and then you get like invited to, I think it was Ojai, California for like okay. the in-person auditions. No, none of them seem concerned about COVID. Like, you can tell what they're doing. They're, like, distanced. Yeah. But then the judges are all, like, getting together anyway and, like, doing stuff. That surprises they, me. None of them seem to really give a shit, which is refreshing to <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, that is good. Um, I mean, you could tell that it's going on during COVID, mm -hmm. but it's not a, too much of a hindrance. Like, nobody's wearing masks. Ryan Seacrest is not wearing a mask, and he's standing with the contestants outside the door like he always does. Wow. That surprises me. Yeah, it really I mean, does. Being a show like that's basically like L.A. driven, right? You know what I mean? Like I would have assumed otherwise. So I'm enjoying it. Uh, I it. am loving a family show. I can sit down and watch with the family, like we did when we were kids. Yes, we it's don't rare. get those anymore. And this is like I can't tell you. That's the only reason. Like I enjoy it. Like I enjoy sitting down with the family. Where I get excited. I'm like it's Sunday night. American Idol's on. We have yeah, dinner. Let's and watch. We're like gonna sit down all together and watch this show. Yeah, like that is something that just rarely happens. It's non-existent anymore. It's gone, and it is fun to do. And I need to do that. Yeah. So that's all I got. That's yeah. All I've been watching. Um. Yeah. That's it for this week. If you guys got any ideas, uh, ideas for the show, shoot them our way. Go to snarfmadness dot or snarf talk.com slash madness get your snarf madness bracket get it in yes soon. email it to us it is starting you need to do it it takes no time it costs no money and you win big prizes yes and it's a really fun bracket it is it's this going is to be a really fun bracket <sighs> and boy Man. do we need the fresh content yeah we do <laughs> <laughs> um Make sure to hit that share button, please, on yep. Facebook or YouTube. We would really appreciate that. And check out Snarf Comics, uh, patreon.com slash snarfcomics. If you would like to support the show, we have all kinds of different levels which you can support the show with. Uh, we would appreciate it, and we can use the money to make things better and also to pay you to win Snarf Madness. So, Absolutely. Uh, for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya. Bye.